In the Loop with Chris, Zach, and Alex Lupica. Hey there, welcome to In the Loop. Quick reminder for you to rate the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. Maybe leave a friendly or constructively critical comment. And also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at In the Lupica. And before we get started here, I want to tell you about Geico. When shopping for car insurance, consider this. Geico has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple. Go to Geico.com. After 75 years, they know how to save you money. All right, here we go. Time for podcasting. Chris, we're basically fresh off the tennis court here. First match of the spring season. Zach beats me 6-2. Where'd you guys play? We played the Hudson River Courts. It's like a 10-minute walk from my apartment. Now, is there a breeze coming off there? It's I heard the windy, condition. Dude. It's yeah. gusty. See, the, the windier it is, the better off I am. If it's if the wind is still and it's hot, that's a tough condition for me. Today, it was a little chillier. Wind was gusting. Normally, would be good conditions. Zach overpowered me. Yeah, hey, you, you had some momentum going at the end and then a lot of unforced errors. That's what happens. A lot of unforced I just errors. can't keep it together, man. Yeah, I can pretty much see it in your eyes when you're going to miss. I unravel. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, during big points, you don't always put the ball in play. The thing is, in big points, I think... It's not that I'm nervous. It's I get excited. Oh, I know. I can see that, it in you your know? body language. I'm like, this isn't going to go in, no matter where. Chris, I, I start to chip and charge a little more. I start to go for shots I wouldn't ordinarily go for. And normally, it doesn't work out for me. And I've been playing with a new racket, Chris. You know this. Yeah, the birthday Yonix. The birthday Yonix. Not putting the ball in playing tennis will hurt you. No, every time. Every I was going to say nervous or excited for the big points. It doesn't really matter. They're both bad. No, you they're wanna both. You want to stay even keeled <laughs> in the big points. I know, you know. I'm never even. So I know you're glad you're Dad's not nervous. Calling. So that's great. Yeah, Dad's calling me Dang right it, now. It, it, I, can't, I can't answer right now. Ignore. Yeah, yeah, hit the ignore button. Hey, Kloop, you're, you're not feeling well? Allergy season? Yeah, it's actually OD season for me because I took yeah. two, tw- two different 24-hour allergy medicines yesterday. Um and why now dad's calling me why uh, why um because hey, dad, we're doing the podcast right now i gotta call you later he's got a new book out he's the podcast is killing it he thinks he can call whenever he was asking a follow-up question as if like this that was priority chris continue about the allergies yeah so i had i took the regular stuff you know the just regular allegra yes. off the shelf yes and it just wasn't Didn't working. Hack it. I had like, dude, it sucks out here. It is bl- everything is in full bloom. Well, this, the city is the best place for a- if you have allergies. But it's still not good. It's still not good, but it's way better than out here. Yeah. So you're you're like in a you're in a yard out there. You know? So then it flares up, and I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna go to CVS. I got to get the good stuff, the D. You know, the stuff that you got to go behind the counter and sign away. You know, sign some stuff, driver's yes. license. Yes. So then I took that. But that's the same 24-hour period. I guess the, the medicines didn't interact well because I was up all night heart racing. It was not fun. It's tough life out there in the suburbs. Yeah, it was terrible. You got to watch out I for said, that I was saying to Alex how dumb I thought that was that you took two of the different ones uh, just because like, you don't know how your body's going to react. And, of course, Alex is like, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't do it all the time, but there are times when you take the regular and it doesn't quite hack it and you just <laughs> suck down the D. You know, so you're like, not alone here, Clip. Yeah. yeah, Alex's medic- medical style is trial and error. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't Self-medic- know it doesn't work until he finds out for sure. And he starts and- off with going more. No, yeah. that's that's the exact point. Is you start off you going less. You take his ear tech, you take an Allegra, you see what happens. <laughs> yeah, Chris, did you go two different brands? Yeah, that, yep, yeah, I did that you too. You didn't even want to stay in the family. Well, there was a deal on Claire and D at the <laughs> CVS. 
Dude, do not buy medicine Solo based on sales. Yeah, the guy told me he gave me a coupon. He's like, get this for sixteen ninety nine. So I was like, I'll take two. You won't sleep till Thursday. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be up. Enjoy. He's like, that's Adderall actually. Um, but yeah, so you so, didn't sleep all night. No, I was, I've been up since two forty five in the morning. And you went to work. Yeah. I went to work. That's kind of heroic. That's yeah. Gutsy. That's that's the kind of guy you are. That's the Clydesdale Chris But You know Luke what's is. crazy? We know some people that will go out at night, not get a lot of sleep, and still roll into work. I don't know how people do that. Yeah, when you're shout just, out the jar. You need your eight hours. Am I, I right? I do. I'm not eight, but six, at least six, maybe Dude, seven. I never, yeah, I can never go out like drinking during the week. Ever. Or know. even stay up late anymore. I can't no, really. I like you to know? get in bed by 8.30, throw on a TV show. You're, you're in bed. <laughs> you're asleep by 9.15. Tonight, big game in the Bronx. Wow, yeah. It's <laughs> going to be electric, isn't it? And bad news about David Price, right? Yeah, David Price scratched from his start tomorrow. Not good. Had the elbow injury last year that apparently was worse than he said. I don't know. Not good. It's terrible. And hasn't been pitching well. Hasn't been throwing hard. I've been saying all year, he's the X Factor. And so we scratch him off the X Factor list. Speaking of not throwing hard, Zach, what's going to happen here with Matt Harvey? He's going to get picked up by someone, probably. But can the Mets take him back, or is this just, is it over 100%? Like, can they decide to pull him out of this situation, or is it just, do you think it's just too far gone? Yeah, they could, but like, they, so you had put on waivers, you have seven days to make a deal. That must be almost up, or Yeah, it comes up Friday. Friday, okay. Um, They have, and apparently there are teams that are interested, the Giants being the front runner, but they, he gets like five million and they're going to have to pay a majority of that to just get him off the team and they're not going to get anything really in return. This quote that, that's been floating around on Twitter from Harvey, quote, this is 2013. I don't know if you've heard this yet, Alex. Quote, I could buy a place now, but I've got to wait for that 200 million contract. If I'm going to buy an apartment, it has to be the best apartment in the city. There is that from there was that, one yes, feature. It's, yes, it's from the one where he came right. up like, a massive. Yeah, feature. that. W- Have you heard of John Barbados? Like oh, that, man. that one. Yeah, that, that one. is not aged well, huh? But what a fall! I mean, seriously. I know. Well, in that, I in that feature, he's like packing lips with Boyle out on the town at Lavo, dating Envy, gone in John Barbados. He was the Dark Knight. It's crazy. It's a, it's started the All Star game. Started the All-Star game. In and City Field, yeah. We were wondering if he was going to... Zach and I were there. We were wondering if he was going to throw 100 the first pitch. You know, that yeah. was... It was like one of the coolest... Certainly one of the coolest All-Star game moments I've seen. Him running out at City. I mean, Zach, is there precedent... I mean, look, obviously there's pitchers who just blow out their arms. But but his... I mean, I guess he's so, he's sort of... This is sort of injury-related, but... I think it's a lot to do with injuries, dude. He had Tommy John surgery, and then he had the thoracic outlet syndrome surgery. So two surgeries on your arm... Like at that age, the pitchers is the most fragile thing there is in sports, and obviously, like off the field stuff isn't helping. But so some team is going to talk themselves into the fact that this was just New York City, right? Well, some team's going to say if I can take a shot at him for six hundred thousand dollars, see if we can get him with the pitching coach and revamp him. Why but wouldn't you? Doesn't that also speak to how little the Mets just want this guy around their clubhouse, though? That that like this isn't like an expensive yeah. risk. Well, that I, the thought, Mets- I think also they they did want him to go to AAA and kind of try to retool him and. I he mean, refused. Yeah, he refused. And some of the, like Jay Bruce was saying, I get, I can kind of get why a guy like Harvey wouldn't want to do that. And uh, 
So now I sort of the, the way that I looked at it though, it's like so Matt, you'd rather stay with the big club and just pitch mop up like against the Rockies and get shelled <laughs> yeah. than go down to AAA and try to like fix the problem. I guess so. And where's AAA, Zach? Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, Chris. You go He's out like, and you wait, play for did the... you say Vegas? Yeah, you got the team with the alien hats, stu- what Area Fifty Ones or yeah. something? Yeah, you're yeah, right. They, yeah, yeah. It's Alex gr- Sneaky knows minor league he teams. He definitely looked this up and then asked. It, Did I? To be reassured. Did I? I saw it in your eyes. Shout out to the Albuquerque Isotopes. <laughs> yeah, while we're at it, so Chris, it did seem to get like awfully toxic at the end. Like the way, you know, ordinarily, if you're shopping a guy, an organization would try and make him look as good as they could you would think and the Mets kind of went the opposite way. I just don't think it's possible at this point like yeah. at, you know he like he pitched badly early on he gives up six runs in the first and second innings he's just not the same pitcher he's, he's not the same pitcher at all his breaking ball doesn't bite like he used to he doesn't throw nearly as hard as he is and to. it just goes to show you like you can't be a jerk and stink like if you're gonna be a jerk you better be awesome because the second you're not they're gonna move on yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens it's too bad. I mean, I hope he turns out well. Maybe, I don't know, he can be, be a bullpen guy or I don't know. God, he was the biggest thing in the game. Yeah. When he ran up for that in game five for that ninth inning, it was like one of the most electric moments in baseball. He seen. pitched one of the best World Series games I've ever watched. Yeah. He was awesome. You know? Yeah. Sucks. But tonight will be cool in the Bronx. I mean, biggest Red Sox-Yankees game in how long? It's the first time they're the best teams in the league in like 15 years. One and two. It's very cool. Yeah. It's exciting. No Hopefully Giancarlo. Yeah, not in the lineup. Capital K in the lineup. No. Against the lefty. How strange. Kloop, you pointed out on the rundown that we haven't done a podcast in so long that the last time we spoke, the Cavs and the Pacers were in a death match. And we were wondering. Also prior to the NFL draft. If the Cavs would survive prior to the NFL Luke draft. Got his boy. Chris gets his boy. Baker goes number one. Zach buys an Oklahoma Baker jersey to celebrate. Yeah, you're right. Anyways. Crisp white. But, Chris, a lot of time has elapsed. Yeah. um, We're doing bi-weekly. Yeah, it's, you know, every 10 days or so we fire one out there. But, you know, against Indiana, that was a really tight series. And then, you know, now it it, it looked like the Cavs were going to struggle to get to the finals, and now it could not look like an easier road that that they're going to move on and get back to the finals. And... You know, Zach and I, to, to, I mean, definitely give Zach credit on this one. Like, we were both just saying, like, we're not buying into the Toronto Raptors. Not until that's, not until the series is over and the yeah, Cavs are walking the off the floor. Yeah, until the series is like 4-3. Because, yeah, exactly. Because it, this is just, it, they added nobody, basically. And, and, they, and all we heard is, oh, this is the new look Raptors. And it's the same old story. Don't they kind of remind you of the Hawks? Like, they, they're going to be this team that just gets into the second round. You have DeRozan, you have Lowry, you have some guys that can shoot around them. To me, it's more than that, Alex. This was the number one seed. This is the fourth year in a row. I think they've been like a top three seed. This is a 59-win team. I know the Hawks had the one year, but like this, the thing that's so difficult for the Raptors, we can get into it as we move forward, is just like, what do you do if you're the Raptors? You have a 59-win team that just can't do a thing. It's over. What do you do? And these guys, it's not like people really are banging down the door for Kyle Lowry. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I was thinking last night, I'm happier being a Knicks fan than I am being a Raptors fan because the Raptors have fooled their fan base into thinking they had a chance and they just got their doors blown. And I was supposed to believe that small forward, the undrafted small forward they have was going to be the guy who's going to stop LeBron. And you're, Chris, you're just kind of committed to this core, right? Like the, their core of players is just good enough where you can't really tear it down. 
when in reality they should. No, I mean they were the one seed. Like there's a lot of teams in the NBA that are much worse. Yeah, like does Dwayne Casey? At least like, they you get can't to go like to the big fire dance. your coach. Dude, when they're you're saying the one Dwayne Casey's going to be the coach of the year this year, and <laughs> yeah. they get swept. <laughs> they get swept. You and, can't and don't look like they would ever be capable of beating LeBron. Yeah. No, I mean LeBron. The game one, LeBron basically played. He said it was his worst game of the season. They missed 15 of their last 16 shots coming down the stretch. They they led the entire game until they lost in game one. And you're just like, yeah, exactly, same old. They're gonna they're gonna get blown out. Zach, uh, tough series for Drake. Yeah, tough series for Drake. I mean, what's he gonna do? He wanted to fight KP after game one, right? Which I fight, I would like to see Kendrick Six versus Drake. That would demand a high ticket on paper. What is Kendrick Perkins doing on the Cavs? Can I didn't. I, I didn't know he was on. the They team. signed him the day after the season ended, and he doesn't even dress for the games. He so looks good in his suit. Golden State. And so what? They're just going to send him out there to maul someone, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Then that I, makes sense. <laughs> I, I, he, he doesn't look like he can move around that well. He must oh, be but boys he can with LeBron, hurt, dude. He can hurt someone. <laughs> if you're LeBron's boy, you get to go to the playoffs. And do we know what it was over with him and Drake? They were just chirping each other, and then Drake was like, let's meet after the game. Can I say Chris, something? Chris, you've got some feelings wait. about the celebrity uh, wait, wait. factor in, the, in these playoffs. Wait, back to Kendrick Perkins for a moment. All right. If Kendrick Perkins is wearing a jersey and I'm on the other team, I'm extremely concerned. Okay, 100%. because that means that he's going in, and if he's going in, he's going in to hurt someone. He's going to Curry's ankles. <laughs> yeah, it means it means watch where you fall on your jump shot and watch out for the clothesline at the rim. That's why I got him. Celebrities clue. Uh, Kevin Hart, Drake. I don't know who I just. I don't Meek know who Mill. I just like. I don't know who Ooh, I just like more. Don't say anything bad about him out here. Who else? Am I missing any? Those are kind well, of the big ones. Well, Nick Foles rang the bell. Nick Foles. Which, I, you know, that I like. Foles Assault. Yeah, foot long Foles. You can't hate on Foles. But the others, I could, all, I could all do with that. And LeBron's kid on Twitter. Yeah, told Drake, Drake last night that uh, it, was the, it was the last night of the season. He was correct. Jake said my season doesn't start till June, but I don't know what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, what's up about. with that? Oh, he, oh, you know Maybe what it is? He's got an album. He's got an album coming out in June. Mm. So does I Kanye. like the Drake. So good luck. I like Drake. That. Pretends he doesn't care when once the Raptors get bounced, and then he'll be courtside for the Warriors team. LeBron. Yeah, I mean he's kind of a chafe. He's got to root for the Raptors. He's a part owner of the team. No, he I has know. an office. Zloop, you um, you you think the Sixers might come back? Nah, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm making a seven game series. Maybe. I mean, the Celtics just aren't that good. If the Sixers play well, then they can win two games in a row. Chris, the rhetoric surrounding Brad Stevens is starting to reach new heights. No, it's actually starting to bother me. It's it's to a point that I can't even really get on board with. Right I now. saw a Boston writer, yeah, tweet out that Brad Stevens was a top five most important person to have on your team in the NBA. And I was like, is this guy talking, including players? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how things go. It goes from he being a great coach to, like, him being the best player in the league. Yeah, to would you trade him for the best quarterback in the league. It's, no, it's going like, into yeah. Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be who would you rather have, LeBron or Brad Stevens? Uh, LeBron. Yeah. I could, that's pretty, it's it's very easy. Yeah, like, yeah. It, even this, Brad Stevens. Always, even Brad Stevens knows that. These things always have to jump the shark. Like, Stevens now is being talked about in a way that is just insane. But it is insane what's happening. But they, their roster is so bad. 
Well, no, but you know paper. what it's very bad. What it speaks to more than any. I know that people love talking about Stevens in game and his after timeout plays and out of bounds plays, and it's true. It's great. But what you see with the Celtics is the development and how much better players get when they get with that organization. Like a guy like Rozier. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and being a fan of the Knicks, it's like, we don't have, we don't have people making, most teams don't have guys making that kind of leap season after season after season. And it seems like every year a new Celtic gets to another level. And that's what I think is great about Stevens. Well, between Stevens and Ange, you figure that's a pretty good brain trust to select players with, right? It's pretty tough for the Sixers having Markel Fultz not playing while Jason Tatum laces them for 25. He's not playing. Dude, that's what's interesting about the Sixers is this: they had this whole trust the process, trust the process. They whiffed on the number three pick with Julio Okafor, and they might have whiffed on the number one pick last the year. The number one Nerland's overall. No- and Nerlens Noel. And Nerlens Noel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very – it's interesting. I I I just think there's, there's uh, no way to see an Eastern Conference that doesn't have those two teams, one of them in it every year for the next – Six, eight years. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I this summer, look, I put this in the rundown. I think the NBA's offseason typically now is better than the NBA's playoffs. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what direction the Sixers go in the offseason because they pretty much have the cap space and the personnel to get Kawhi Leonard if they want to or Stan Pat with this group. And with these, with guys like Fultz and Embiid and Simmons, you do have to worry, though, about, about the health going forward. So, what I mean, what are they going to do? Who's out there that they could want? Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, and LeBron. And you see, and they, you see both leaving. No, not necessarily. I'm just saying that the Sixers could offer, you know, Sharich and Markel Fultz to the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard and a first round pick, and that's a, that's a, it's a extremely attractive offer if they want to go get Kawhi Leonard. They they could get rid of their coach and try to get Jay Wright. They're gonna probably try to sign LeBron. It's like the, the this summer is hugely important for the Sixers as they move forward as an organization. What do you think is gonna happen this summer? I don't know. The more I don't know if LeBron is gonna. S- I don't think he's going to stay. Do you think it depends on what happens or no? No, I think he's already made up his mind. I think he's too. He's been thinking about this for too long. Yeah. He's too like pragmatic yeah. plotting. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's going to do. He's not going to let emotion of a championship change his decision. Do you think... You don't think if he wins the championship that he would stay in Cleveland? Not if he had already decided he was going to do that, no. Are you happy with... I, I feel like these playoffs, and we're only halfway through them... The view of LeBron, even among his like harshest critics, yeah, he's the goat, right? I mean, I he's think we're at a point up to a new level, dude. Now he's doing everything. He's scoring forty points. He's getting triple doubles. He's hitting game winning shots every night. It's like if you there, you, it's gonna be hard to convince me that there's somebody that can do it better than what he's doing right now. He's as good as he's ever been. Yeah, no question. I I just think like the. Yeah, the variety, you know. Yeah, and the if you're gonna always be- compare the rings, like he, he never, Jordan never had to beat a team like the Warriors. And the, the thing that's that's um, the, I think the most impressive about LeBron is two things. One is just the ability to play at the level he's playing for, and the amount of minutes that he's playing never every single hurt. night, and never getting injured. Played I mean, eighty-two. That is, it's on. Yeah, that's, he played eighty-two this year. That is, it's how just, many people in the league do that? Not a lot. Nobody, Not nobody anymore. does it. 
Jordan and nobody does it. it while carrying. I mean, Russell Westbrook does it, but nobody else does it basically besides the two of them carrying the kind of workload that they need to carry for their teams. And he's still fresh in the playoffs. He's fresh every night. He's still stronger than all of these younger guys he goes up against. It's unbelievable. I mean, dude, he's built like a superhero. Trained. He's but, just a freak of nature like we've never seen. I know. Every time he goes down, people are like gasping. It's like, no, he's going to get up just like he does every single time. He does take a beating. Yeah, but he's... Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he loses steam because the only time we've really seen him lose steam is in the finals, so... Well, he also he also does a tremendous amount of work in the offseason making sure that they say yeah. he spends like $1.5 million in the offseason to keep his body right. He's got a whole team. It's a lot like what's going on in the NFL with Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, you can even see it, dude. When he sits on the bench for two minutes, he's sitting like in a certain way. He's being completely still. He knows exactly how to generate the most energy. Zloop, did you see um, what was it that he that he posted? Friend of the pod, Max Barrett, huge LeBron lover like you. You liked his post yesterday. At this point, holding on to the belief that LeBron isn't the greatest player to ever play basketball is purely out of artificial nostalgia or a blatant disregard for reason and logic. Choose your path wisely. You will look foolish. I agree. That That is the kind of stuff Chris and I are surrounded by. It is the stupidest. I Like, the thing that I don't understand is what if if, if, the, if Brady oh. like beat when Brady beats the Jaguars, no one has to contextualize his entire career based on each. But there's no LeBron. I mean, there's no Jordan for for Brady. Uh, but it first of all, dude, every time Brady plays in the Super Bowl, we do that every time. No, but no, that's not true. Yes, it is. Until he got until he took Zach, over. We're not as talking the about the Super Bowl, Zach. We're talking about the Eastern Conference first round against. Well, that's Indiana. also only three games. This go drags on over a month. I'm just all I'm saying is is like I just to me it's insane it's like we have to find more interesting things to talk about than like whether or not his game six against Toronto makes him the goat no but I think that you're wrong in saying that we don't do that with I think it's more like the collective of like LeBron's performance this year like his stats in the playoffs like he's eclipsing MJ in all these statistical places in in the playoffs and what he did against the Raptors was just like was insane he, he had he he was lowry and derozan combined statistically he's also the biggest athlete in the world it's just there's no other athlete who is i guess there's no other athlete who people scrutinize this way against like against history every single time he plays and i don't think it's, there's anybody that was ever held up in history like jordan was yeah i think that's true too i i just i don't know i i think for a long time we've so much of sports has revolved around rings and i i think we might be headed in the other direction where people are just like appreciating talent and performance right we're getting smarter i think people are definitely getting smarter about it i just the thing that i don't understand is like what's the goal of the lebron like all these people like nick wright who are just constantly tweeting about trying to prove he's the greatest of all time who are you trying to to convince like what is the end game there's two sides is skip bayless gonna admit it no he's not what's skip bayless's end game (laughs) no i know it's no you're right it goes both ways but it to me it's just like what do these people are what are they attempting to accomplish like if nick wright is trying to get skip bayless to admit he's the greatest it's never going to happen and vice versa so to me it's just such a dumb way of talking about it and basketball dude is the most individualized sport like in football you can look at a team and say okay they're the best team because they have the best coach but in basketball, you look at the you're the best team because you have LeBron, or you're the best team because you have Jordan. So these guys are carrying teams to championships. 
Yeah, but you're comparing two guys who are 30 years apart in like their different eras of basketball. To me, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just, for me, it's no fun. Like I, I would rather just kind of enjoy LeBron's performance for what it is right now than like have to historically contextualize every night he steps up on the court. Well, that's what I do. I'm a big LeBron fan, and I never saw Jordan play, so it's hard for me. But I know that he's the best player I've ever seen. It's play. hard to imagine someone being better. Yeah, at basketball, it's hard for me to right? imagine you watch this guy and you watch anyone else, and you're saying <laughs> I'll take that guy. Yeah, it is just based on his size and speed and and leaping ability. Like, it's just, he's a different kind of human. But, like, what's happening in the West is almost as impressive. Like, how good the Warriors still are, the Rockets, who knows. Um, That's going to be... Yeah, yeah, there's really nothing. To, there's really no meat on the bone in the West until those two teams tee it up. But you know? they're, right, they're gonna. It's gonna be. That's gonna yep. be awesome. That's and gonna that be seven be really, games or six mm-hmm. games of six. Really, really cool basketball. Yeah, I mean the Warriors. They have the second best player in the league, and their second, third, and fourth best players are Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. I don't yeah, think it might be the them. greatest team. Might be the greatest team ever ever put together. And it really does. I mean that, like the Warriors are. A mountain that if LeBron climbs it, that's gonna. Then be, we must. That yeah, I mean we that's must give him. But I'm saying right. No, like, I know. I, I I know. I just think it'll. I love the idea of the best player going up against the best team. It's it's tremendous theater. It's the only thing the sport has. It's the well, only. I think Rockets Warriors is is also. I'm saying in the championship. The if there's oh, anything yeah, yeah. else, it's it's dog shit product. Yeah, that's why I would much rather see the 16 seams like seated, not according to comp. Isn't there a small part of you just having seen him, you know, at Butler and since that thinks Brad Stevens is going to sneak into the finals? That'd be great. That's the one thing that scares you, is it? Rooting for the Cavs, for sure. I think he might do it. Wouldn't put it past him. All right, that's all I got. Let's try it again next week. And go Sox.